I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast with Jim Jim and Nobby. Strawberry Alarm Clock, how are you doing? What would you like to know? I want to know everything, but first of all, you know, I wonder are Harry and Harry and William not talking because Harry got some surgery cans and didn't tell William about it, <laughs> and got everybody else some surgery cans. Did, uh, no, I didn't get everybody else. I didn't. I I was I'd been in talks with two people in particular about the idea of going some way sourcing these cans. We're going to drive up, were you? No. By the way, if you're just if you're new to the podcast, Nobby talks about beer nearly every day now, and uh, yes, he possibly has a problem. But this is very interesting, so stay listening. <laughs> so, long story short, Guinness have these surgery cans uh, that are very much like not totally like a pint from a pub, but there's def- I've had are the cans bigger. I've had worse pints in some pubs than I can now make at home. No. However, somewhere like the Long Hall or uh, Mulligans and Poolbeg, oh, not that good. Dreamy. Right? Dreamy, August, creamy. So you have to have a device that makes them kind of shimmy, that makes them surge. That's called a serger. You can and use a jewellery cleaner. Something like a silver crest one will do the job. Do not spend more than 150 quid. Give them lunatics money. It's not right. You can buy them for 16 euro on Amazon. So you got you got your serger and yeah. you, you got a friend of yours was... What delivering stuff? I heard of a guy who has. We listened to the podcast actually. A significant amount of these things, these cans. These are special cans. You cannot buy them in the south of Ireland. How much are they for a a tray of twenty-four? Fifty-three sterling. Now, twenty-four cans in Tesco of draft is about twenty lids. So it's more than double. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe it's twenty four lids. Maybe it's the Europe or can they've, they've changed the the regular cans. They're, they don't pour as well as they used to. If you buy the ones in for twenty four, you're not. Some of them don't have the widgets. This was the whole point. Of well, the even the eight year. doesn't have the widgets. Oh, the well, eight has the widgets. It has yeah, the it widget. Well, it's not widgeting enough for me. Is the widget a bit frigid? My Friday widget <laughs> was more of a a wh- <laughs> Yeah, well, I find if I buy eight cans, maybe one of them will, but yeah. not. Not properly give head. Anyway, that doesn't matter anymore because the creamy head you'll get with these surgery cans is on another level. Trust me, the moment no, it touches... No, 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 no. We want the full review tomorrow in the podcast. Okay. So that's how you got them. Tomorrow, make sure you're with the so, podcast yeah. to get Nobby's full review. Who was doing contactless deliveries. What? Revolute the money. You don't touch him. He doesn't touch you. 
it's no different to ordering a Thai takeaway or a pizza except it's cans jeez it'll go well with a Thai takeaway or a pizza and these cans basically think of them as like mini kegs when you open and pour it's like flat coca cola and then you turn the thing on and it makes it how long does it take to do don't give us a review tomorrow how long does it take to surge you hit the button for about five seconds. Now these ha- they had these surgeries in Lidl two weeks ago. Your voice on on your social channels last night was uh, or the, uh, the weekend. Well, I put on a country. You put on a country. Ah, let's. I was like, ah, let's. How many had you had at that stage? Ah, let's. Was, no, that was only the first one. Oh, was it? Yeah, I thought you were that giddy. I put that. No, I've had like it's actually I've got a bit of not grief, but I noticed on Sunday. I I don't really I don't ever really get grief on Twitter. But I was starting to get kind of you just give grief on anti-Irish comments from certain smart How arses. Is it anti-Irish? They were like, oh, you know, if the Irish didn't drink, they'd take over the world. And this kind of sneering. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this is a guy who's talking about, you know, uh, everywhere else in the world, they're worrying about vaccines. Meanwhile, in Ireland, and I said, well, actually, did you know that Pfizer-BioNTech uh, has two Irish former Trinity College students who've designed it pretty No, we're, we're worried about that too, but we're, you know, also, so the vi- <laughs> this is good, you know, this is... My video on Twitter is now at 26,000 views. There's always somebody's going to find something wrong. Just the pint in my kitchen. How many views? 26,000. Settling action. The kind you haven't seen since you had a pint of porter in the pub. <laughs> right, so we will bring you part two tomorrow in the podcast. We'll tell you what it tasted like. So we're going to hold off yeah, and uh, join us tomorrow. Man. Now, if you don't drink Guinness, you know, probably no interest to you. Do you know who drinks Guinness? Me. <laughs> yeah, but Jim. Oh, it's all right. No, no, yeah, hang on. See, right, this is yeah. your thing. Oh, it was fine. a very, there was it's nothing fine. happening. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I can get you three. Wow. And I was like, okay. Uh, there wasn't really time to go. Who else would like them? I well, mean, would ne- you, do you think you might be seeing this fella again? But that's the thing. Now I have a source. Yeah. I can now. I'm in. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> Find out tomorrow what it's like. Coming Grand. up on the show today, we'll talk about the Meghan and Harry interview. We will have an expert to talk about it. Caitlin McBride will be chatting to us as well. Uh, I had a traffic dilemma that uh, gave us a few giggles and didn't really resolve it. And lots more. Oh, and Anne-Marie is on the show today. Yes, it's International Women's Day. So to all the ladies who, uh, you know, give us life, thank you. And uh, continue to make life easy for us by just, you know, being the strong women in our lives yeah. whether you're older or younger than us it doesn't matter so thank you yeah this is uh, one for the ladies today and uh, we've plenty of ladies on the show today so here it comes Monday I have a dilemma will I tell you my dilemma yeah what's traffic the, dilemma what's the story when you're when you're coming along to a traffic light and you got an amber flashing light do you stop to let a pedestrian go you're meant to stop if it's safe to do so on an amber light. You're not actually meant to put the boot down because you know the red light's coming. So it's an amber flashing light, okay? Is that at the end, though? Oh, hang on. What's, what, what? So pedestrian lights? It's not pedestrian lights. It's traffic lights, but there's, pedest- there's a pedestrian walkway, right? So then they flash before they're going to turn green, don't they? No, they're flashing cons- kind of constantly, but like they, they go red. There's a button that you can make them go red and make them go green. And never amber. No, they're a- they're amber flashing. Okay. So what m- my problem is, there's two types of people who cross this particular. Uh, this happens all the time. There's joggers, and there's elderly people. And yeah. the joggers don't care whether I'm going to stop or not. They just go out in front of me. So I have to slow down because otherwise I'd kill them. 
I don't want to kill a jogger. Jim, be more like Harry and Meghan here. Be, be honest with what I'm being honest here. What happened, Jim? No, this happens several times, right? And as I thought, you know what, I'm going to ask my Nobby about this. Because a few people didn't know the answer. So the joggers walk out in front of me on the amber flashing light. I slow down so I don't hit them. And then when I slow down, the elderly people with their shollies and their walking sticks think I'm slowing down to let them go. And they walk across in front of me. And I'm obviously going to let the elderly go past. But because the cars behind me can't see the elderly crossing... I'm very confused. <laughs> the, the car behind me can't see that there's an elderly person in front of my car. And they so beep, do you just brake test They somebody? beep at me. And they get really aggressive. And it's like, well, I can't drive over. There's a woman here walking in front of my car. Okay, so have you been at the red lights? No. Driving towards the lights. Yeah. Yeah. No, they go orange. No, they're, they're, they're flashing orange as, they, as you go along. They're always flashing orange. When they're not red or green, they're flashing orange. Oh, what sort of pedestrian crosses? They're, they're normally it's green. Kind of unless a slip road. <laughs> so there's a zebra crossing with green and red lights. If there's a pedestrian walkway. It's not a zebra crossing yet. Look, if somebody steps out in front of you, you can't mill them over. No, no. So well, I, I would have always thought a flashing amber light meant slow down and let the pedestrians go. That's what I thought it meant. And by the way, motorists, I, I was driving along they just stepped out. That, that won't really be tolerated, just, just so you're no, aware. No, they're joggers, so they're, they're not going to take long. And they give you a wave. And I'm, I'm a decent skin. I let them go. I, hey, hey, jogger, how's it going? And then the elderly give me a wave. Thanks very much, son. Thanks very much. And next thing, eh, but are, eh, yeah, but are you stopping for everybody? I'm like? not stopping for everybody, and it happens all the time. And well, why, you, said, you some just said it happens all the time. Van, and I'm going to get Tony Soprano and the fella in the van if he does it again. You, <laughs> you it's said like, it happens all the time. It happens on a regular at the same spot. The same spot. So I've said to people now the arrow. The, what do you mean you've said to people? I've said this to people. Have and you they, shouted at the window, people. No, I've said, and they don't know what the story is because they're not me. An it's amber you, light means that you must not go. Amber beyond flashing light with it has an arrow on it. The, an amber flashing light with an arrow on it. Yeah, the, instead of Where's being the arrow? instead of it being a circle, it's an arrow. And they beep the they beep the head, the head, and so am I not supposed to stop and let the pedestrians go? Is that the, is that the jazz? Jim, yes. Proceed if it's safe to do so. It isn't safe to do so if there's a jogger in front of me, and then the that sounds made up, Jim. Jim, why would I make it up? We're not struggling today. We got Meghan Markle stuff on on the on the ready to go. I've never seen an amber with an arrow, or maybe I have. You have. But that's a they're filter. everywhere. Now that's that you filter, look, they're though. everywhere. But that's a filter, not a not a not a. So where the way the, the way the road is positioned, when I when the elderly person, will you go on, will you? When the elderly person is walking past, giving me a big smiley wave, and yeah. I'm feeling good about myself. Oh, look at that young man! I get beeped out of it because they can't see the elderly person in front of my car. It's a blind spot. What are you driving again? Like, a truck that no one can I'm see over a, your I'm car? Driving a jeep or whatever, it's, whatever it is. He's not making it up. There's a few of them. There you go, Clare Hall, also leading onto the Malahide Road. Clare Hall, Malahide Road. I'm trying. To, okay, Clare Hall, Malahide Road. Thank you. Why would, I, why would I make it up first of all? Well, well it's clearly engaging, Jim, because they're so going mad. I'm here to going engage. Mad on the I WhatsApp. Here to engage. Jim, Jim, you sound like the Ambler Gambler. <laughs> no, Amber Gambler will go straight through. I'm the opposite of an Amber Gambler. I'm an Ambler safe lad. Yeah. And, uh, the joggers are they're just running across. It's no problem. They're, I'm not going to get near them anyway. They give me a wave. I have to slow down because they're right in front of me. The, the elderly, and they're really sweet. They they give me the waves. Hey, how's it going? Would they not just wait for the green man like everyone else? No, I get beeped out of it again. I don't know. I don't know if I can be responsible for my actions. I think you need to go and look at the rails of the road again. Well, I'm asking you. You're the expert. Well, you're in control of a vehicle. You don't know. But you're the expert. I won't be with you all the time. 
I'm not going to be in the car the next time it happens with you. But you, you haven't given me you any advice. You won't have me to rely on. My advice is if someone steps out in front of you, they have to ride away. Yeah. So if someone so I'm doing the right thing. You, so the Mr. Beeper's going to get it in the neck. Screw him. Yeah. Who cares? <sighs> Stick on your reverse lights next time he beeps at you. Oh, that's, that's what I do. That's very aggressive. Yeah. I How'd like you it. like those white lights, baby? I like that. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'll just take a few more just. Jim yeah. I'm someone who recently passed a driving test yep. You're doing everything right Thank you Be aware of, of pedestrians But you can proceed if it is safe to do so Hang on a sec He only just passed his driving test He sounds like it took him 10 attempts I wouldn't take his advice What do you mean it sounds like it took him 10 attempts? He, he sounds too old Jim From someone who recently passed a driving test <laughs> What took him so long? I wouldn't take his advice Was it your first time? <laughs> Jim Jim don't worry People are bleeps yeah, some people are bleeps, aren't they? Yes, I don't they like are. those. Stephen, I don't like those bleepy people. They're peeping at me. Yeah. Who cares? Stick on your own. Jim, Jim. Yes, yes. When you come to that, it's a filter lane and it has a flashing orange amber. Yeah. Right? You yeah. proceed with caution yeah. and you've done the right thing. If I seen an old woman walking out yes. in front of me, I'd let her go. And your man that's behind you going, beep beep, but he could go and F off. Yes, he can. I'm with you, buddy. Second time, and I'm only 33. <laughs> Message of the week. Uh, Have a cuddle, boys. We're going to play that message about four more times this morning. Second, Second time. Second time, and I'm only 33. And we're not going to tell anybody else why we're playing that. It's going to be out of context for the rest of the show. But if you've been listening uh, now, you'll know. Second time, and I'm only 33. Uh, Say that to your boss this morning when you get it to work. Coming up, we'll have the official word I'm on only what. 33, excuse you. And what the RSA tell tourists to do <laughs> for this situation. Oh, wow. Really? Stand by. You know, we're going deep on this one. Stand by, callers. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock at 7 4 at 7.32 on a Monday morning. The 8th of March. International Women's Day. There's a powerful woman and her band. Yeah. Florence. Now, do you want the Amber News now or do you want me to give you the Amber News in five? Give me the Amber News in five. Okay. We can we're getting lots of reaction from this. and uh, There's some people that, that would explain why people are beeping me. There's maybe there's a rule of the road I'm not aware of. Anyway, we'll come back to it in a sec. Uh, in traffic is slow on Concalbert Road, approaching the South Circular Road junction. And uh, I'm not sure if this has just been added on the back of what we've been talking about. It says be extra mindful of pedestrians and cyclists. <laughs> uh, yeah, no problem. That's me. That's Jim. Uh, we'll we'll find out the official word in, in the next few minutes, and maybe some people will learn what the right thing to do is, and some people will go, "Yeah, I was right." And then on dish the dirt, we have all the juice. And what happened with Harry and Meghan? So Oprah interviewed Meghan on her own first, and then Meghan and Harry together. So it was like when the coppers get you aside in the park, yeah. so you don't corroborate your stories. In fairness, Oprah's good, isn't she? She's very good. She's yeah, very good. That's it's the way she survived as long as she has. Were you silenced or <laughs> sil- were you silent or silenced? Great question. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be that's going to be famous. That one. We've got all the clips before it airs on TV this side of the world. One, two, three, safe cross. Four, five, six, safe cross. One, two, three, four, five, six, safe cross. Look for a safe place. Yep. Don't hurry, stop and wait. Okay. Look all around and listen before you cross the road. Remember, let all the traffic pass you. Then walking straight across you. Now, can I just stop there? Let all the traffic pass you. Yes. Keep watching, that's the safe cross code. Safe place, stop and wait. Safe place, stop and wait. Unless you're a jogger. Or a granny. Listen for a 
What are grannies even doing out at the moment? They can't even get no vaccines to them. They're going for a stroll. Okay. So, here. Here's <laughs> oh the granny. official when word. When we rolled down, we went, what are you doing out? Are you vaccinated? Get back inside, you. The sequence of traffic lights in Ireland may be different to what you are used to in your own place. The usual sequence is green, amber, red and green again. An amber light means that you must not go beyond the stop line, or if there is no stop line, beyond the light. There's an amber flashing light. However, you may go on if you are so close to the line or the light when the amber light first appears that stopping would be dangerous. So if you're doing 60 kilometres an hour, light's green, suddenly it goes orange, and like you're two feet away from the lights, you're not meant to slam on the brakes and stop. Okay. But if it's safe to do yeah, so, you can. I would do that, That's yeah. not really your situation. That's not, that's not. Sometimes a flashing amber arrow shows, which means you may proceed in the direction of the arrow, but only if it is safe to do so. You must yield if other traffic is approaching. A green arrow, also known what as a filter What about pedestrians? Uh, it's kind of written from the point of view of a motorist, which is kind of confusing. Yeah, so if there's pedestrians, maybe somebody who tests, the driving test instructor would know this. Flashing, uh, flashing amber arrow, I stop just for people who missed it I stop and then pedestrians walk in front of me now I know since you've told me I know this particular junction you're at we'll, we'll further complicate it by the way by saying there's actually it's actually a yield right away sign yes. I think beyond those lights yes, probably before them because there's traffic coming towards you from your right yeah. so if you're a safe driver you would be slow no, I slow down anyway to fully I, stop I, I check to see if there's anything and if there's anything I, like, I, I slow down to see if there's anything then I go on yeah. and, and I can totally appreciate the situation was where you're slowing down because it's a it's an amber arrow and it's a yield <laughs> and then a pedestrian thinks oh this guy's slowing down to be courteous I'm going to step out onto the road and if that happens what in the name of God white van man are you meant to do second time and I'm 33 by the way so I'm going to back you up on this one but uh, pedestrian uh, the most important rule for all pedestrians is to be visible behave responsibly exercise care and not endanger or inconvenience other road users off the road so when I stop to let pedestrians walk across it I get beeped by like it happens like twice a week yeah and sometimes like I'm on the phone and like on your car kit on my car kit yeah and and it's like what are they beeping at me for (laughs) what am I doing wrong I'm letting somebody go Give the beeper a break. I've often beeped at the car in front for stopping and then realised it was an elderly person. Award-winning radio lads. Yeah, thank you very much. And then I feel terrible. Uh, yeah, it is. I definitely have beeped myself over the, over the years. You've I, beeped yourself? And I can't see that there's a blockage ahead and the reason for the blockage. And oh, I go, oh, sorry. I heard you beeped sorry. yourself. No, no, no. Then walking straight across you. Keep watching. That's the safe cross code. So I'm, I'm no, still none the wiser. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for nothing. What about a different, a different way home or something? I like that way home. <laughs> I think the message here is: could everyone just be a bit more courteous to each other on the road? If someone steps out in front of you, give them a break. And if the car does stop, don't assume it's their fault, and you know, blast them out of it. A bit more patience, everybody. Because mm, okay. I'm, I'm losing mine with the beepers. We'll come to Megan in a second, but Adrian Dunbar has explained the uh, origins. Adrian Dunbar, Adrian Dunbar, well I'm saying Dunbar. Dunbar. Uh, Adrian Dunbar explained the origins of floating down the lagon. Do you know the way you say that in Line of Duty? Yeah, now he's not, he's not taking the credit for this though. I didn't come up the lagon on a bubble. I didn't come up with it either. I mean, after some of the Q&As, you might say to people in Belfast, you know, can you, can you write down a few things that you think Ted my character might say, and, and they do that, and that was one of the ones, of course. That's a very well-known Belfast phrase, Is by it? Way. Oh, God, yeah. 
Yeah, no, no, Graham, no, seriously. My mother's in Belfast. She's never said that. You call her tonight. <laughs> Hello, is that Cork? Come in. Give her, give her a shout and ask her about floating up the lagoon in a bubble. Okay. Any new ones in, in Series Six? Yeah, there's uh, there's going to be a couple of new ones. There's a really good one, which is highly wished. Oh, very good. You know that. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My mother yeah. said that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Your and Vicky McClure was beside him two metres apart and had a very large glass of something oh yeah some of them are well gone on that show she seemed well gone at the start and then kind of had had the coffee by the end did you see that comedian I can't remember her name she was on I think I think George Clooney was on the screen and she was clearly out of it and George Clooney started talking about her as if he knew her and she was like <laughs> just giggling her head off she was so funny <laughs> Eminem has hit back at Generation Z for trying to cancel him. So uh, they're also known as Zoomers. They uh, attempted to cancel the uh, 48 year old Eminem over his lyrics. They went back to his old lyrics and they didn't realise that he was like supposed to be controversial. And uh, they, they came from him and he wasn't impressed. I can't understand a word you say. I'm tuned if I think this way I prefer to stay. I'm tuned if I won't stop even when my hair turns grey. I'm tuned if I when you do listen back it is quite mad some of the stuff that are ju- they're just now part of Eminem history I was listening to without me this morning I was going oh oh yeah. oh it, it was different but he's still to this day one of the most streamed artists that you can get oh yeah so listen, let's go back to uh, Harry and Meghan. They were interviewed by Oprah last night. It went out on American television. Uh, some of you stayed up and watched it online. It'll be on uh, our television screens this evening. And here is the moment that Meghan tells Oprah the firm didn't want Archie, who hadn't been born yet this time, to be a prince and he wouldn't have security. You know, we knew I was pregnant. We now know it's Archie um, and that it was a boy. We didn't know any of that at the time. And that was when they were saying... They didn't want him to be a prince or a princess, not knowing what the gender would be, which would be different from protocol, and that he wasn't going to receive security. What? It was really hard. What do you mean? He wasn't going to receive security. This went on for the last few months of our pregnancy, where I'm going, hold on a second. That your son and Harry, Prince Harry's son, was not going to receive security? That's right. No. Also, Harry, did you blindside the Queen? Discuss. And he did. Did you blindside the Queen? No, I've never blindsided my grandmother. I have too much respect for her. Um, So where did that story come from? I hazard a guess that it probably could have come from within the institution. I remember when you talked to her several times about this over... Two years. (laughs) Two years, but even the night before, days before, with the statement coming out, I remember that conversation. So, and how do you know she wasn't blindsided? Because the way it was presented through the press is that suddenly you made this announcement, she didn't know it was coming. No, when we were in Canada, I I had uh, three conversations with my grandmother and two conversations with my father um, before he stopped taking my calls. And then said, can you put this all in writing, what your plan is? Your father asked you to put it in writing. Yeah, uh, he asked me to put it in writing. I put all the specifics in there, even the fact that we were planning on putting the announcement out on the 7th of January. So you just said that your dad stopped taking your calls. Why did he stop taking your calls? Because I 
took matters in, by that point I took matters into my own hands. It was like, I need to do this for my family. This is not a surprise to anybody. It's really sad that it's got to this point. It's just so, so honest and juicy. <laughs> That's juice. We've more on the next dish that hurts F104. But right now, it's time for a strawberry bake. The unusual butchers. <laughs> you can smell us before you see us. At the unusual butchers, we don't do things like a normal butchers. Do fries go with that burger? No, but the flies do. Ugh. Our meat is left out in warm temperatures. Those flies you see on them are free. Ugh. The unusual butchers. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. How are you, horse? None of our meat comes from Ireland. How is it so cheap? Who's asking? I am. We told you that I'd have to kill you. The meat probably will. What? Nothing. The unusual butchers. Our shop smells like meat. It has no front door and is in between two fashion shops. The unusual butchers. Ask no questions. We'll sell you no chicken toys. I'll tell you no lies. Are you concerned about what you see and how you see it? At Ice Greens for All, we're dedicated to providing free ice greens for every Irish citizen. Irish. Did somebody say free ice cream? I'd love a 99 if you have one. Excuse me, I'm recording an ad. Can you get out, please? Oh, sorry. Yeah. In the coming weeks, our mobile... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mobile ice cream van will be visiting your local area. So don't miss out. Will it have music? What? The ice cream van. To let the kids know they're getting free ice creams. It's an ad for ice creams. Screening huh? for your eyes. Like tellies and all. To watch like to watch movies and that. Forget about it. It's a stupid name for a company anyway. Ice creams. Jesus. Do you do flakes? Kids going back to school? Need them to look cool? Then look no further than Gavin James. Hi, I'm Gavin James. Check out my new range of school bags, lunch boxes, and Gavin James flasks. I go back to school. Sweet, sweet, sweet. This new school bag has Gavin's name and face on it. 
It's for you. I'm Gavin James and I love school but I hated my school bag and it's like it's like going back and correcting it wrong you know sweet hungry have your sambos out of a Gavin James lunch lunch box <laughs> <laughs> hungry <laughs> have your sambos out of a Gavin James lunch box people say breakfast is the most important meal of the day and it is but like the third most important meal is lunch and uh, I like to eat me lunch out of me box Say hello to your new lunchbox. Cause I said goodbye just to say hello. Say goodbye just to say hello. Order now and get this fabulous bitter pill flask. It features a photo of me, Gavin James, and the lyrics to Bitter Pill. Let your child be the envy of their school with Gavin James school bags, lunchboxes and flasks. Thanks. How are you, Mr. Bunyan, says I. Ha, 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 says he. Will you ever get me a batch loaf, says he. I will, says I. Great, says he. What are you doing, says I. I'm putting butter on it, says he. And half a bag of chips as well, says he. Well, says I. Ha, 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 says he. What's that, says I. It's a chip buddy, says he. I'd never seen one before. I took one bite and Mr. Bunyan thumped me in the side of the head. Ah, says I. That's my chip buddy of b****s, says he. Mr. Bunyan, don't f*** with another man's carbs. <laughs> FA104's Instagram with coverinaclick.ie Low-cost car insurance for young drivers. Call us quick. It's coverinaclick. 10 questions, 60 seconds, 1,000 euro. euro. FM 104's Instagram. Oh, yeah. So we have a lady called Katie. Hello, Katie. Hiya. How are you? We heard you're dying to see the Oprah interview later on. I can't wait to get it. Now, we've we've seen and heard bits of it already because it's our job. So is there anything you'd like to ask us about it? (gasps) No, I can't think now. (laughs) Like they were... Amazingly honest. We didn't think they'd be as honest as as no, they were. Yeah, and they went there. I thought it was going to be kind of a more fluffy thing. I thought it was going to be yeah. just going to talk about their plans for the future. But they spoke about the royal family, and so I kind of expected them to be around the bush. <laughs> yeah, like the, he talks about watching the crown. They probably should have been watching a bit more EastEnders. Where family yeah. clearly yeah. doesn't resonate because uh, yeah. they're, they're just talking about the stuff that you would not expect. I don't think yeah. Oprah lets people beat around the bush. Yeah, true. Pardon? I don't think Oprah lets people beat around the bush. She's very good at grilling That's people. That's very true. She's, um, she gets stuff out That's of people. True. She's good. Have you got Munch now for later to watch it? Yeah. I'll probably order a Domino's or something. <laughs> <laughs> when, where is it on, by the way? RTE. I think two. it's on RTE, yeah. At what time? Nine? I think it's nine, yeah. It's two hours, excluding the ads. And uh, we'll have more of it just to build it up for you uh, on Dish the Dirt in a few minutes. But anyway, for the moment, Katie, it's your chance to win 1,000 euro. Brilliant. So the best of luck. Give us all, all an answer. Uh, give us it in 60 seconds and give us all 10. Do you know I all the rules, Katie? You do? No Google. No help. That's it. No messing. <laughs> That's the third rule. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you. The game begins in three, two, one. What is the opposite of below? Above. What is 41 multiplied by three? 
What four-letter word is above doors to show you the way out of a building? Exit. What soap opera has the nickname The Cobbles? Coronation Street. True or false, in 2013, Meghan Markle went to Dicey's Garden on Harker Street for a drinks promotion. True. How many E's are there in the word beeped? Two. What part, of, the, what part of a full Irish breakfast is made from pork blood? Blackwood. What singer is Chrissy Teigen married to? John Legend. What was the last band to headline Slain in 2019? Was it Westlife or Metallica? Metallica. In what county is Bantry Bay in? Cork. Didn't go through all. Katie. The, the rules are, Katie, we have to accept your first answer. Oh, no! Where are you right now? On the lay-by on the motorway. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. I can't take this. Mondays are like... Ah, oh, come on there. Oh, don't start giving me grief now, everyone. What? We're going to get all the giver the monies, aren't we? We're going to get all the giver the monies. How many, how many E's are in the word beeped? Beep three. You gave me the wrong answer, I'm afraid. Raven. Are we doing this again? No, she gave me she gave me the wrong answer. She did. It's a, it's a rule. Well, uh, well, I stopped the song then. We won't get people to WhatsApp in. Well, they're gonna WhatsApp in, give her the money, and that's like it's a rule. Like I don't know. What do you think? We we need to find out how many seconds it took for. Well, you did say two though. Two. Said two oh, three. You said two. Alright. Start the song again, okay? I like this song. I think everyone knows how this works. <laughs> oh, now. Jesus, look at this. Oh my god. I'm going. <laughs> Someone else do the show this time, will you? <laughs> Katie, hang on. Okay. Oh Jesus. Don't be sly, give her the money. Just not being sly. Alas, it was less than a second. Strawberry alarm clock, seven and fourth. There's a uh, quite a few WhatsApps coming in. <laughs> in COVID, what, what's COVID got to do with it? Mm. Katie, are you there? Yes. Are you sweating? Yeah. <laughs> the amount of messages. I think we got more than we did last week. Give Katie the one K. Come on, lads. The rules are the rules. We have hang on, listen to this now. Hang on, listen, listen. Come on, lads. The rules are the rules. We have to stick by the rules, or else we're not all in this together. A lot of ah, people are saying the negative Nelly. A lot of people are saying it's International Women's Day, lads. Come on, you have to. But that's about equality, though, isn't it? And fairness. Men's <laughs> uh, Day every day. That's true. Money and get her off the side of the mall. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Have you moved on now? Yeah. Yeah. Give her nothing, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Now, there's other people who are clearly are have their headphones up too loud over the last few years and they're saying it sounded like I said beat. I said beeped. Oh, I beeped. did think beat fourth and then I was like think of, I was like, no no, it was three. Give her the money. Oh now there's kids getting involved. It's International Women's Day. Give her the money. Again, equality. Give her nothing, you said two. <laughs> too too easy. Easy. I'm afraid to say. 
Ginger Manobi, give her the money. Katie. Yeah? If you did get the thousand, what would you spend it on? To be our team in Newcastle. That's a good enough reason, Zanny. Go on! Go on! One thousand euros. Now I'm, t- I'm telling two you, two winners that. in two weeks. Oh, here we now go. Listen. I'm telling you. Are you not listening? <laughs> First answer, f- only from now on. <laughs> or no more, no more backtracking. First answer only. Ah, uh, Katie. From now on. Katie, last, what, last time. What is your surname, please? Dunn. Katie Dunn from Finley. You've just done us over. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Katie. Thanks so much. What jammer did you get? Uh, for focus. Okay, you need to do the VRT, right? Grand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And don't beep at anybody on your way home. No, I, no, I won't. <laughs> 1,000 euros yours. There you go. Oh, thanks so much. You're very welcome. She sounds like she's very happy. She's that. very happy. Well, why wouldn't she? <laughs> think we did the right thing. Well, I think so, yeah. Started me, Monday, started me week off, Al. Yeah. yeah. It won't get better. Enjoy thanks the money. So All right. Thanks, lad. Good luck. Bye. Bye. I mean it now. That's I the last time. Now. If I have to come over one more time. <laughs> That's the last time now. There'll be trouble. <laughs> Dublin's F104, it is the Strawberry Alarm Clock and we can now beam right into Anne-Marie's house and we've been here before, Anne-Marie, you know, we feel like regulars now. Yeah, you've, got, you've been here more than my friends, so... Uh, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got my missus the face cream that you suggested last time. Yeah. Oh, yeah? She is Love looking it. fantastic. Glowing. 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 Just You're like also you. on the list of, when people ask us, you know, what, are, what celebrities, what artists have you met? And we talk about the nice ones and we talk about the difficult ones. You're always on the nice list. Oh, thank God for that. I was wondering what was going to come then. <laughs> no, it's like, uh, no. we've got an interview with Anne-Marie. Ah, great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not all ah, great. Some of them are, oh, really? But this yeah. is going out on International Women's Day, yet you are a woman with so many strings to your bow, whether it's music, telly, fashion, just being you. How do you juggle it all? Uh, just I'm, I've got a short attention span, so I have to do it. <laughs> otherwise, you get bored. Otherwise, I can't. I can't do it. But yeah, I just feel like I've always just wanted to try loads of stuff and just work really hard in it and just go for it. Which is why I just yeah, I have a little go at everything. I think it was Save Our Summer last year that you were on, and you were talking about your family life and growing up. And did you did you say I don't want to misquote you? Now, did you say you were like the black sheep in the family that you were a bit of the messer? And oh yeah, yeah yeah I was naughty yeah my my sister was the perfect child and I think my parents were just a bit confused on what happened to me <laughs> because we were brought up the same same household same home just freaked them out basically. were you the younger one Amory? yeah I think that's yeah. what people say in it the, yeah, younger the younger ones they, they, they watch the oldest one and then they just start being a messer They're usually the second or the youngest is usually the messer the naughty as you call it no way <laughs> I like Messer as well, though. Yeah, like Messer, that. that's what we call it. Same thing here. So the new single, by the way, is fantastic. I'm a massive Thank fan you. of it. And the, the numbers you. on that went through the roof, didn't they? Like, were you expecting anything like that? Because there were just millions within a few hours. I yeah, I, I'm a bit obsessed when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I just had got Spotify for artists and you can literally watch it go up as you're as people are watching it so i had to delete that quite quickly afterwards but it was crazy i think it's literally just because it's two completely different worlds i mean ksi is in music now but his original background was youtube so he has all his fans from that side of the 
screen to mine as well. So it's it was a big one. Yeah, monster numbers. I'd imagine it's a bit like gambling, though. If you can see your streams going up and up, you just want to keep hitting refresh. Yeah. It's got to be more yeah, interesting well, than Facebook. This is the thing, though. You don't even have to refresh it. It just literally goes up in front of your eyes. Oh, as you can see them clicking up. Oh, that'd be absurd. And was that an app on your phone? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that's too dangerous. So you go out for a walk and come back in and check, would you? <laughs> hey, ma'am, look at me now, huh? I'm up 20,000 views in five minutes. <laughs> Has Have your parents calmed down now? Have, you know, have, have they relaxed about you a bit more? I think they just like have no idea about the music industry or anything like that. So whenever I'm around there, they just they're just like, "What what you been doing this week?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> and does Spotify ever send you something? You know, when you get the serious millions. I know on YouTube they send people things for the wall once they hit a certain amount of millions. When you get fifty-seven million global streams, do they send you anything to hang on your wall? Or I think they do, yeah. But I think for me, I normally get. Just like a plaque for everything combined. Yeah. Uh, but Spotify definitely would do that too, but I just would prefer the bigger number. <laughs> <laughs> so with all the success on a day like today, is it, through the eyes of a woman, is it easier? Are there, are there still barriers, of course, to lots of things in music, but what's been your experience? Um, I mean, I'm quite a opinionated, loud person anyways, since I was young. So I feel like I've managed to get through this quite easily well without feeling like I can't if you know what I mean I can't mm. say anything because I just wouldn't I just do but I do I do feel like sometimes I have to argue a lot more and I don't I don't know it's always hard because I can only say it from my point of view but I feel like if if a male person was on an email and they said we need to do this now. It's a very, a much quicker conversation, if you know what I mean. I feel like I have to always keep going for it. And that's with someone who's quite opinionated and like strong, strong-minded. So it is, I think it's quite tough. But in regards to just like life in general, I, I always have felt like, oh, I have to look this way. I have to wear a dress, I have to have long hair, I have to do all of this stuff to be pretty for people because that's what girls are supposed to be. And I've always felt like boys can just rock up. And I'm I'm talking about when I used to work with Ed Sheeran and he could just turn up on a, <laughs> from oh, we, a plane. We've seen him like, first thing. Yeah, in a hoodie. We've seen him. <laughs> like, and I was always so jealous of that. I was so jealous of that. But um, uh, I, I do understand that. It's, it's a hard conversation for me to have because and men have the same issues, really. You know, it's hard. Yeah. Like, men men do have that thing about their what they look like and what they're supposed to be in life. So, but, yeah, talking from just women, just today, I and, think. And, Marie, does it not get easier when you have some success, when you when you then start looking for things? Do, do the doors not open quicker? Is like, do, you know, it's, it's Anne-Marie now. Or is it the same yeah. as a female, with, you know, no matter... Where you are in the business? Um, I I would say it's definitely easier. I think the more goals you surpass that the that people have for you, then they're like, oh, she can do it. Let's you know okay. give her the benefit of the doubt next time. So it's more like it's more like that. But I still have to fight and I still have to argue my my ground and stand my grounds. But definitely easier because people have a little more trust in you. I think. Uh, Taylor Swift, we heard today, sent Olivia Rodrigo a letter about the lyrics of her song. Have you ever either sent a letter to another artist or did you get one? And what did he say? I thought it was a nice, quirky, different thing to do. 
Yeah, I I always message or speak to someone if I like really love the way a song is written. I just I first of all I get like really jealous when I'm listening to a song. I'm like, damn. And then I go, wow. And then I message them. So it's it's just always nice because I a big part of me is writing the song and if someone else has done a really good job of it, I have to let them know. So yeah. Yeah, I do do that. It seems like when when any artist is out there on a, on a big scale like you, um, there's always sort of the Muppets, as we call them in Ireland, or the Trolls. Like Muppet! People who will try and bring you down and try and upset you. And I don't even want to talk about them because not, they're not worth talking about. But how do you block out that kind of that negativity noise? Because, I mean, mm. whether you're Anne-Marie or if you're 13, it's the same thing. If you get negative vibes on any social media, how do you deal with that? It's really hard because it all depends on how you're feeling that day. I feel like you can take it differently day to day. There's one one day I can read a bad comment and be like, oh yeah, oh, maybe I should have a think about that. And then other days I'm like, mm. but it's so, it's really hard. That's why reading comments is always a, weird thing to do because you just don't know how you're going to react do you know what actually i've learned from ksi he's so good at dealing with this stuff it seems to be that like everything he reads bad about himself he just laughs and he just finds it funny and i think that's one thing i've learned from him because when i read a bad comment now it literally makes me laugh so much because i'm just like how is this how is this coming from someone's mind like it's it's quite crazy mm. so the best thing i think is just to laugh it off yeah. i think that's the best best way yeah i'm chan Damry, and we're going to be talking about uh, stand up to cancer bake off which kicks off tomorrow night and more stuff so stick around it's uh, 9:23 and f104 now let's go back to Anne marie because we we need to talk about tomorrow Tomorrow night, Stand Up To Cancer Bake Off starts. You're in the lineup. First of all, can you bake? Uh, second of all, what a lineup. Who was your favourite? Hmm. Well, it was it's split into like four people each episode because of COVID. So we had right. to do it for each episode. I was with um, Dame Kelly Holmes, who I'm a massive fan yeah. of because I was just into athletics when I was younger. James McAvoy was oh, on wow. my one, wow. who's like obviously yeah. incredible. And... Um, David Bedell, who's hilarious. Yeah. So I feel like I had a good one. I feel like I was really average. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what everyone aims to be in life. But yeah, it wasn't good because I wasn't bad and I wasn't great. So I was kind of like trying to mess other people's cakes up because I just couldn't think of what to do. <laughs> How much practice did you do? I did a lot, to be honest. Yeah, I, I got really nervous about it. And I was like, right, I'm baking. I'm, I'm buying all of the equipment. I'm practicing. I'm trying loads of different ways on how to do it. I went to my mum and dad's and I just, I, this is the story about it though. I went to my mum and dad's with all the, the ingredients and equipment. And my sister was like, you know, you can't bring ready-made cake mix to Bake Off. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, no. But thanks. <laughs> so that was a nightmare, to be honest, because I didn't know there was such thing as making a cake from scratch. <laughs> All the equipment you bought, is that now in your parents' house or did you bring it with you? Who's, who's presses that in? Wasting. That's in my 
cupboards, yeah, waiting to be used again. Right. Um, so but it was, a, it was so much fun. If it, we it was, invited you to over for a cup of tea and you were going to bake something for us, what would you be absolutely able to nail now? Um, Banoffee pie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. That, that'll do. That's, that'll get you that through is, life. We don't need any showstoppers here. I know. But this yeah. is the thing. I felt like I just went for like, what everyone just would like for for a dessert and but everyone else seemed to really go for something that you'd make for the queen and i'm yeah. i just didn't really think like that i should have and then they say like make a banoffee pie but make it look like a ship or something it's just it's not fair i know yeah who wants that really and is i presume this was still a shot in the tent was it really really hot does it look as hot as it looks or, or is yeah it, it actually wasn't that hot that day so we okay. got away with it but it was still it was still hot Hmm. Yeah, it was it was really stressful because I'm not very good with time and I don't really realise how long one minute is or one hour. Yeah. So you can imagine what that was like. This interview's been going on for six hours now. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, honestly, I wouldn't even know. Six I wouldn't hours. Even Surprise, know. nobody's interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also the closest you have been inside a tent for a festival in nearly two years, oh, yeah. which is mad. Yeah, that's horrific. That's an that's a horrific sentence that you just said. I I hate that. Do you know what? I was speaking to my manager yesterday about planning a next tour, and it just felt so amazing to even be talking about mm-hmm. it. So it, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I think we are starting to plan stuff. Um, I'm just hoping that it all stays on track. Have you even missed the portaloos? I, I know they're backstage ones, but they're still portaloos. Will no, you even yeah, <laughs> I know sometimes there's posh everything. toilets, but I have missed absolutely everything. Everything about it, hmm. I've missed. I think everyone can say the same. I wonder how long it'll be before we just get used to it again, or will we always have this appreciation now? I think uh, we will. You know, I think we will. Mm-hmm. We'll be saying to our kids in years to come, "We lived through the pandemic." Yeah, <laughs> I think we are, our kids ain't gonna know. But we will. Mm. And now we know what those people felt like mm. in the war. Yeah. yeah. What exactly a great way to finish the interview. <laughs> Thanks, Anne Marie. Yeah. Except we'd all be we'd be safe. They wouldn't ask us to go because we're entertainers. Well you are. We're just radio guys, but I think we'd all be exempt. Isn't that right? Oh. I, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure how we'd be useless. I anyway. think you might be able to fly a plane so they'd call you up. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to you soon. Can you give us one more secret about the bake off tomorrow? Is your group up first or is, is there bits mixed with everybody, do you know? I have no idea. Okay, we'll watch to find out. But, no, I was oh, going to say... Oh, don't get in trouble, don't get in trouble. What? What? Go on. Raisins. No, no, no. You used raisins. No, I can't say it. I can't, can't say it. it. No, she's going to get in trouble. It was a big butt. Yeah. Yeah, no. that was a big butt. You're right. Did, I can't say Well, it. did you get to experience what it sounds like for Nadine Coyle to say the word flower? Flower. Um, Flyer. Yes, she says um, flyer. Flyer. All I can say is I was really proud of myself and I walked up to that thing where they stand there and eat your cake and they basically said it was disgusting. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my experience. Okay. I was. You can imagine what I'm excited to see, my face change in that moment. Our Paul Hollywood's eye is even bluer in real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're very blue. I think he's an alien. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. See you later. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Amory and I'm a big friend of Jim Jim and Nobby on FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock.
And last night, in the wee small hours, some people stayed up to watch the interview. They did. Now, it will be on RT2 tonight at half nine. It is called Oprah with Meghan and Harry, a CBS primetime special. Yes. So we can now talk to somebody who is a bit of an expert when it comes to the royals. She's covered the weddings and the babies. And she's covering this, the big interview. Caitlin McBride, good morning. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. It's great to have you. Um, how tired are you, first of all? <laughs> well, I have to admit, instead of watching it live at one, I just got up at the crack of dawn instead and decided that was the best way to tackle it because it's a long day ahead. There's going to be a long day of discussion and analysis and I, 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 it was the best way I could do it. Sensible, sensible. Well, from I haven't seen it yet, but from what I can gather, Oprah did brilliantly well before we get into what they spoke about. Oprah was just amazing. Well, this is like the this this is one of the real points is that we have there is a huge absence for this kind of in-depth interview that we've been missing since Oprah's been off air. Mm. And she can ask questions in such a way that people are not only inclined to answer them, but they actually want to. You know, she speaks with such compassion and she knows that it is her skill that's going to carry this interview and she will get exactly what she needs kind of from her interview subjects. And I think she really did a a masterful job of it. Because I think everyone is very surprised and and maybe shocked at how open and honest. Like, Megan, obviously, but Harry in the details about his father not returning his calls and stuff... As as we we were saying to each other, like if this was your own family, you just wouldn't talk about this stuff to such a huge audience. No, and I think that's what's some kind of important to distinguish between, um, and and also by Megan's reference of the, of the, using the word the firm, is that yes, this is a family, but this is a business first and foremost, and the business is to just survive, is to ensure the endurance of the monarchy, and by speaking so publicly, I mean. I think it shows the pain that they have been in for the last few years. And, and you know, as, as you said, we'll discuss briefly about um, what they discussed um, and the things that were happening behind the scenes that the public were not privy to. It's understandable as to why they, you know, were so honest. And, and I think that the whole point of doing this interview, I think everybody kind of thought it was going to be a little bit of a softball interview. We might get a few tidbits, might be a little bit salacious, whereas what came out instead was something deeply deeply personal and you know as you as you say would you refer to your family in such a way if you wanted that relationship to continue and also the question is do they want that relationship to continue based on their experiences of the last few years perhaps they don't the one thing i keep seeing on on twitter the reaction was no wonder they left that's mm. is that is that how you feel as well it's obviously yeah, they're burnt I think after them. I think after this interview, it's it's not so much a question of, you know, why did they leave, but rather how could they have stayed? Ooh, um, yeah. I mean, if you're having conversations, if there are conversations happening with your husband while you're several months pregnant about the, the color, the skin color of your soon to be born child and how that might look um, as a reflection of the monarchy is horrifying and if you then find out that while these conversations are happening which is something Megan said and she said that in tandem with these conversations were discussions about whether or not um, their son Archie would receive a title. At the time many people thought that um, they had actually chosen for their son not to have a title so it kind of gives him a chance at a normal life, the normal life Harry had always craved and you know Princess Anne many years ago decided not to give her children titles and so we thought it was that that was the, the reason 
But in fact, no, he was not afforded the option of a title. And what's important about that is, you know, when you're in the royal family, it's all about hierarchy. And which is why they kind of are all, you know, it's all these behind the scenes, it's kind of Machiavellian behaviors is because it's hierarchy first and foremost. So to deny a baby and the first biracial baby to be born of that lineage, that title, I mean, I think it's underplaying it by saying it's not a good look. This is one of the moments from it. We'll just play one where I think people will just be shocked. In those months when I was pregnant, all around this same time, so we have in tandem the conversation of he won't be given security, he's not going to be given a title, and also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And who, who is having that conversation with you? So, um, there is a conversation. Hold up, hold up. There's Stop several, right con- now. There are several conversations. There's a about conversation it. with you, with Harry, about how dark your baby is going to be potentially and what that would mean or look like. Ooh. And you're not going to tell me who had the conversation. I think that would be very damaging to them. Okay. Very damaging is right. So uh, we can only speculate now because Harry won't say who it was. No, he said he never will. No, and that would, that would, I mean, there was a lot of bridge burning in that interview. Not necessarily that I disagree with either, especially based on um, if what they're saying is true, um, which we can all assume likely is. Um, but I think that by outing whoever that person was would cause irreparable damage to them. And I think that they're less concerned with the damage of their public reputation, but the damage that that would cause the personal relationships that Harry and Meghan still have, which are extremely strained at the moment. I mean, he was speaking about how his father stopped answering his phone calls and how him and his brother are taking space from one another. So by kind of outing that person's real thoughts Mm. to the world would not only damage them, obviously, in the eyes of the public, but that would really just light the fire of, of and, and, and burn any potential bridge for reconciliation going forward. And of course, speculation, but what would make you take a break from your brother? Would he have to yeah. have said something like that? Yeah, I mean, it, it, exactly. There's a lot of, there was a lot of talk as to why the brothers were not as close as they once were, because they really famously were. Yeah. And for a very long time and of course not only sharing that grief but growing up in that environment that only the two of them could ever understand but again kind of goes back to the hierarchy William is you know the heir and Harry is the spare and so that was always a very clear line between the two of them so a break was probably inevitable but not to this extreme and when Harry met met someone and would fall in love and start his own family then of course your priorities change and I mean, apparently it was uh, that th- there was reports that before the wedding, William had expressed reservations about Meghan, saying that he didn't know her long enough and he might be rushing into it. And that was always cited as being the reason as to why um, there was a sudden strain. But the fact that that strain did not improve over the course of the next fall of the next number of years, while, you know, it was very clear that Meghan was here to stay and they were in love and they were trying to do something. I mean, who knows what really happened there? What do you think the palace's reaction yeah. to this will be? Or will there be any? Or will it just be silence? Well, I mean, it, it is hard to believe that they will be able to stay silent. I mean, I, I find the timing of the release of these alleged bullying allegations against Meghan last year from going back several years ago and the information about the earrings being leaked, um, that was all in the run-up to the Oprah interview. And 
they happily released a statement then. So I find it, I don't know how they are going to handle this because also a lot of their PR tactics are very, very old, very dated. They live in the past. They don't live in the present. And so I think that for them to acknowledge Again, it goes back to family dynamics. They're going to, by releasing a statement, it acknowledges wrongdoing on their part. And their first and foremost priority is to never admit wrong and to maintain this certain air of credibility within the eyes of the public. And by acknowledging a statement, I mean, it's, you know, in the interview, Meghan and Harry went to great lengths to say that they still speak to the Queen. They have a great relationship with the Queen because Queen Elizabeth is still extremely well regarded. And that was a very smart move on their part. Yeah. But how could you stay silent as 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 a monarch and you were finding and well whether she was aware of this or not, but how can you stay silent while this is happening? Something as damaging as this. And I think by being silent, it allows it to go on and on and on, whereas they have an opportunity to do the right thing here. And hopefully they will, but I don't hold out hope that they will. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think they have to. Um and it's like if we were in water cooler times in work now, mm-hmm. it would be the thing everyone's talking about today and tomorrow it would be, mm-hmm. did you see last night? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's also, I think, part of the interest. I mean, people do love the royals and, or maybe not love them, but they enjoy following them. The and, interest, you know, it's a yeah. real life soap opera. And the fact that, of course, now we're all at home and not allowed to do anything or socialize, the interest is even more peaked because we're all extremely online and we're extremely watching television. And so it's reaching an even wider audience than I think it would have even done a year ago um, I'll tell you what the next the next wedding or funeral or you know whatever that's that's on TV yeah that dynamic's going to be very interesting to watch <laughs> will they be there will they even bother going Caitlin will they be invited yeah. <laughs> will they be invited absolutely on, on International Women's Day it would be remiss of us not to mention that you have a book called The Day That Changed My Life which is uh, stories mm. of Irish women uh, but which by the way if you go on to Eason's at the moment is sold out did you know that I did not know that actually. Restock, and I didn't know you were going to bring that up either. So thank you. Restock, please get it in. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, story about uh, no, I didn't know that. Thanks. I really appreciate that. Yes, uh, it's a story about Ireland's women and their extraordinary moments, which transformed their lives. So that's worth a look mm. as well. Caitlin, will you watch it again now? Do you think today? Or are you done? Definitely. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Like I said, we really have nothing else to do. So this is, uh, okay. this, <laughs> I think, I think the obsession you mentioned earlier is uh, definitely yeah. to be, I can credit some of it to a bit of COVID boredom, but it's a genuinely interesting topic as well. Okay. Well, look, thank you. This is like real life crown. So we appreciate your thoughts on it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> have a good day. You too. Thanks Cheers. so much. Okay, take care. Bye bye. Uh, now, if you missed any of the other bits, because we've brought you all the juice on this all morning, mm. get our podcast later on. Oh, we've a lot to talk about in the podcast, Nobby. Oh, we do, Jim. We certainly do. We do. I have. Uh, <laughs> if you follow any of the social media accounts that I dabble in, there was a lot of activity the weekend, but I can't talk about it because it's breakfast radio. But uh, we'll be in the podcast. Oh yes, it will. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're going to go there. How much do you want to know? Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.